all of my longtime subscribers and even my new subscribers. Stay tuned through the end of the video. At some point this weekend, the channel surpassed another milestone. We hit 45,000 subscribers. In keeping with tradition here on the channel, I'll share a personal story with you guys about the journey that we made to get to this point. But first, let's get down to business. I'm going to do something today that, to my knowledge, I have only done this once here on the channel. I am going to come to the defense of Don Lemon. I have been sitting on this particular story for a few days now. I wanted to give it time to marinate. I wanted to give people in the media time to react to what's going on behind the scenes at CNN. Over the past few days, the lemon has been viciously peeled by the mainstream media. Conservative media, woke media, doesn't matter. The sentiment is all the same. Don Lemon is a bully. How dare this misogynist scream at a poor, defenseless female birthing person? As I explained to you guys earlier this week, the Titanic known as CNN is rapidly sinking to the bottom of the woke sea. There are no lifeboats available. There are no life jackets. Media careers are on the verge of extinction, and the one person who is facing the most risk of joining his former partner in the bongo, Chris Cuomo, in the world of irrelevancy, hey, it's me, Chrissy C. The one person facing the biggest risk of extinction is Don Lemon. The media career of Don Lemon is on life support. There's barely a pulse here. The prognosis from the Fauci estimates that the lemon has less than a 1% chance of survival. Ratings are in the pooper. Ratings for CNN this morning are the lowest the network has seen in almost a decade. The pressure is at an all-time high, and the one person carrying the weight of that pressure is Don Lemon. Back in December, it seems Don Lemon finally reached his breaking point. After CNN This Morning went off the air, CNN insiders told the New York Post that Don Lemon unleashed a verbal tirade on his co-host, Don Collins, who CNN identifies as Caitlin Collins. The Lemon was sour. He was upset. He was pissed off. What makes this even more ironic, this should have been a day of celebration. This incident happened on December 8th, a day that will soon be recognized as a national holiday. It was the day the most valuable dump diver, Bob Greiner, returned home from her Russian vacation. Don Lemon was trying to do his job. He was trying to spread the good news to the handful of people watching CNN. Greetings, my fellow birthing persons. It's me, Donnie. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Our fearless leader, John Biden, has given us the ultimate holiday gift. By this time tomorrow morning, Bob Greiner will be back home here in America. As Donnie was trying to deliver the good news, there was this constant buzz coming from his left. This mosquito on an elephant's ass kept injecting herself into the segment. Donnie grabbed his woke Bible to smash the nuisance, but like Muhammad Ali in his prime, the mosquito was bobbing and weaving, managing to evade Donnie's feminine swings. Watch the segment for yourself, and I apologize that the clip is blurry, but it's the only one I could find. But roll the film. Guys. Frederick Pleiken yeah. joining us uh, from Berlin with the news this morning. Uh, we are told was... that, that, that this swap happened at the Abu Dhabi airport and that uh, she is on her way back to U.S. soil again. Brittany Grinder, the WNBA star, 
released from Russian detention. We're, we're standing by for the president of the United States. It's been 10 months since she's been held in captivity. 8.30 um, this morning. Our, the Worldwide Resources, Frederick Plykin and others are on the ground there, and we're going to continue to follow. Brittany Grinder, the WNBA star who was, has been detained in Russia and was at a penal colony, faced nine years there, has been released in a prison swap with Victor Booth, the Russian arms dealer. President Biden, as you see there uh, on the right-hand side of your screen, you see President Biden expected to speak at the White House at any uh, moment now. And one he thing was to briefed, watch. Stand by one second. As soon as the show went off the air, Don Lemon verbally chastised Don Collins. The altercation took place in front of numerous CNN employees with insiders telling the New York Post that Don Lemon was screaming at Caitlin Collins. He was pissed off at the constant interruptions. According to the New York Post, Caitlin Collins ran out of the studio crying, pleading for someone to find her emotional support shovel. Like I said, Don Lemon is being crucified by the mainstream media for screaming at Don Collins. Megyn Kelly is calling for Don Lemon to be fired. Radar Online claimed Don Lemon lost his mind. He went ballistic on this poor woman. Several media outlets expressed their fake outrage towards Chris Light for not punishing Don Lemon for violating the woke commandments. Now, while I don't necessarily agree with the method Don Lemon used to deliver the message, I understand why he delivered the message. I understand why he was frustrated. I know this is not popular in the community of shitfucks, but sometimes you just gotta elevate your voice to get your point across. Don Lemon is sitting there trying to deliver the news while Caitlin Collins constantly interrupts the segment. She didn't do it once, not twice. It happened three times. And let's be real here for a second. No one is tuning into CNN this morning to hear the opinion of Caitlin Collins. You could replace her with a mannequin and the show will draw the same ratings. Hell, you could put one of Joy Reid's wigs in her chair. The show still would be a huge embarrassing failure. This is not the Caitlin Collins show. It's the Don Lemon show. There's a reason Don Lemon is sitting in the middle and you're off to the side. It is Don Lemon's job to lead the show. It's Caitlin Collins' job to speak when spoken to. KC, that is misogyny! How dare you silence a woman saying she can only speak when she's spoken to! It has absolutely nothing to do with gender and everything to do with status. You could put Jake the Bongo Tapper in that chair, I'd say the same thing. Does Robin Quivers interrupt Howard Stern? No. Why? Because it's the Howard Stern Show. There is a reason Caitlin Collins is called a co-host. I didn't see Poppy Harlow constantly interrupting Don Lemon. She's a veteran in the mainstream media. She knows what she's supposed to do. And this isn't the first time Caitlin Collins tried to make a segment all about Caitlin Collins. Remember when they were discussing women's sports where she completely embarrassed herself by claiming women are not being paid what they're worth, they're not being paid fairly? They were talking about the World Cup where the women's team was paid because the men advanced. I guess Caitlin Collins was right. The women are not being paid what they're worth because they shouldn't have been paid at all. If we were paying them based on their value or what they accomplished, Megan Rapino would have been paid zero pesos. 
On her podcast, Megyn Kelly tried to turn this situation into the Me Too movement. I guarantee you this is the first woman Don Lemon has chastised. There will be another woman come forward publicly and say, Me Too. I don't have a problem with Megyn Kelly, but I could not disagree more with her critique of Don Lemon. This dude has every right to be frustrated. Again, if the reports are true and he screamed at Caitlin Collins, I don't agree with that, but... I do agree with his frustration. Once CNN This Morning sinks, who do you think will be blamed? If ratings remain in the pooper, who will shoulder the blame? Is it going to be Don Lemon or Caitlin Collins? Anytime this show is mentioned in the media, whose name is in the headlines? When people think of CNN This Morning, do they think of Don Lemon or Don Collins? I would be willing to bet the majority of the 365 or 400,000 people who watch this show, they have no idea who the hell Caitlin Collins is. It's the same thing with Morning Joe on MSNBC. Same thing with the Ingram angle on Fox News. If you're a guest on Laura Ingram's show, you don't constantly interrupt her while she's speaking. It's not called the KC angle. It's the Ingram angle. CNN. CNN issued a statement to the New York Post refuting the claims made by another CNN insider. This report is wildly overblown. The Lemon and Don Collins are friends. Who doesn't enjoy a squeeze of lemon with a good Don Collins? While I'd like to believe that bullshit, I find it hard to believe anything coming from the mouth of executives at CNN. These shit fucks, they are constantly lying to us. Just two months ago, they claimed they were beating MSNBC in the ratings. All because they beat MSNBC in one demo. Every time I see an interview with Chris Light, he is telling me everything at CNN is all rainbows and cucumbers. There's nothing to worry about here. The house is not on fire. We're just trying to keep warm during the winter. Things are only going to get worse for CNN this morning. This trio does not work. They have no chemistry. Somehow, Chris Light has managed to put Don Lemon in a situation where he's the voice of reason. Poppy Harlow adds nothing to the show. Caitlin Collins is a nuisance. Don Lemon's unwatchable. There's no other way to say it. This show is a disaster. It seems like every week there's a new report coming out of CNN revealing tension behind the scenes. Don Lemon is not a morning host. He views himself as a serious journalist. Now, the rest of us normal people don't look at him that way, but that's how Don Lemon views himself. Serious journalism doesn't work on morning television. All right, before we get out of here, I wanted to take a second to thank you guys. The channel passed 45,000 subscribers at some point this weekend. Typically, January is the worst month of the year here on YouTube. Ad rates are significantly lower, impressions and views usually decline. For some reason, there's less people watching YouTube in January than other points in the year. Even with all that going against us, the channel still surpassed a million views last month. You guys continue to show up and show out every single day. Damn near every video gets over a thousand likes. Most videos receive over 200 comments. It's become rare for a video to receive less than 10, 12,000 views. My girlfriend told me the other day, she's really organized at keeping up with all these channel milestones, but she told me the other day, 
At this time last January, the channel had 13,000 subscribers. In the span of 12 months, we have almost quadrupled in size. The view count in January 2022 was around 400,000 views. Almost tripled the view count in one year. Every time I expect things to slow down, it seems to pick right back up. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of your support and giving me the opportunity to live my dream. I appreciate all of you guys who fill my inbox with ideas every week. It's crazy looking back now and seeing how much my life has changed since August 2019 when I started this channel. It's been an amazing journey. I started here on YouTube looking for a way out. It's never been about the money. I just wanted a better life. When you're miserable at work, it spills over into every other aspect of your life. I had reached the point where, to be honest with you, I was already dreading Monday morning walking out of the office on Friday afternoon. Summer of 2020, about a year after launching the channel, I was having lunch with my dad. Now, at the time, the channel wasn't even monetized. It wasn't making money. I maybe had, I don't know, four, maybe 500 subscribers. I was literally drowning. I couldn't gain any traction here on YouTube. That day at lunch, I told my dad, by this time next year, I'm turning in my notice. I'm quitting my job. I don't give a shit if I have 500 subscribers. I am quitting. I cannot continue wasting the best years of my life sitting in an office for 45, 50 hours every week, babysitting someone else's employees and products. January 2021, just a few months later, right after I returned from my holiday break, my boss drove three hours for a surprise visit to my office. He was pissed off. He felt like, he felt like I was disengaged. He felt like I no longer cared about the job. They had discovered what I was doing here on YouTube. He knew I wasn't at the point where I was even close to making enough money to quit the job, but he thought the company had all the leverage. That was the main point. He thought they had all the leverage. He laid out this list of demands, told me I could no longer take vacation longer than five days. He explained that the company does not allow what he called moonlighting. Essentially, he was saying that I wasn't allowed to work a second job, YouTube. Now, he didn't tell me I had to quit the channel, but the message was clear. The company, they didn't like the idea. Six months later, I get a call on a Saturday morning while I'm getting my hair cut. One of the regional sales managers, he wanted me to drive six hours round trip to deliver an order that was like $150 to a contractor working a shutdown. I said, Okay, all right, but I'm driving my car so you guys can pay me mileage. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been paid. I was a manager. I was on salary. They said, no, you can take the company truck. The company was charging something like $300 for an emergency call-out fee. So I said, let me get half of that fee. It's still not worth my time wasting a full Saturday for a measly $150, but at least I'm getting something for my time. They said, no. I said, let me get this straight. You want me to drive six hours for free? Well, we pay you a salary. Yeah, that salary covers Monday to Friday from eight to five. No, our expectation is you're available to us 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Oh, really? I told him I'm not doing it. There was an argument. There was multiple phone calls throughout the day. Everyone was pissed off. You're not a team player, KC. <laughs> 
No, I'm just not on your team. You received millions of dollars in COVID relief from the government and cut my pay by $1,000 a month. After six years of employment and growing the numbers every year, I had to ask you for a raise after you're supposed to give me an annual review and discuss raises with me every year. That, of course, never happened. I ask you for a raise and you give me an extra $40 every week. Six months later, you cut my pay by $1,000 claiming financial hardship. And look, it wasn't only me. They cut everyone's pay across the board. They announced their decision to cut everyone's pay on a conference call. I was the only manager on that call willing to push back. Not gonna lie, it was a scary time. I remember staring out my window at the office, watching the rainfall, wondering what I was gonna do, wondering what the hell am I doing? This job is just not worth it anymore. They treat their employees like shit. They only looked out for themselves. The Tuesday morning after that weekend argument that I just told you about, I called my boss and I said, I'm done. That's it. Two words. I'm done. He said, are you quitting? Are you sure? I mean, what are you going to do for money? At the time, the channel was making like $300 a month. I had 2,000 subscribers. I told him, look, I would rather be happy and poor than be mediocre and miserable. Six weeks later, six weeks later, the channel went from 2,000 subscribers to over 10,000. Once I was able to focus all of my efforts, all of my attention on the channel, you guys paid it back by giving me your attention. I can't thank you guys enough for giving me the opportunity to live the lifestyle that I once dreamed about. I also would not be here without the lifeline I was given from one of my best friends. Him giving me the opportunity to help out with the sports book gave me the financial freedom to be able to quit my job. I feel like I am incredibly blessed. It is damn near impossible to make a living here on YouTube. I know it seems easy. I know it seems like there are a lot of people that make a living here on YouTube. There's not. Of the millions of channels across the world, less than 1% reach 40,000 subscribers. Only 3% of channels generate over $12,000 a year in revenue. If you manage to generate six figures in revenue on this platform, you're basically, you're basically hitting the lottery. I appreciate all of you for handing me the winning ticket. And the good thing is, we're just getting started. My goal at this point is to reach 100,000 subscribers by the end of 2024. By the end of 2023, I hope to be reaching 1.5, 2 million people every month. Hopefully, all of you guys will stick around with me for this journey that we're about to take. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I will see you guys tomorrow.